0: Got a brand new bundle, baby girl, joy in my life Learning how to be a dad and try and help my wife Every day goes by, I get down on my knees Oh, sweet Lord, won't you rescue me?
1: to dad rescue guys welcome back um new season here season two episode two so we got twos wild i got my good buddy and neighbor mr justin hobbs in here with me tonight yes sir buddy oh man you doing good
0: i'm doing excellent how are you
1: doing good man doing good doing good happy to hop on this podcast and uh Let the wife take care of the little one for a little bit. I know, uh, right? That's always pleasant. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, guys, a little background on uh, Justin here. He is my, I won't say next-door neighbor, about five neighbors down. Um, You have a son, Hudson Hobbs, who's, Mm -hmm. what, two months younger than Ryan, I guess? His birthday's coming up. In two
0: weeks, he will be three years old. So,
1: very, very close to my little girl, Ryan um in age. <clears throat> and so just wanted to get him on here um that way you guys don't have to listen to me harp on back and forth and back and forth um and provide a different little um different perspective of stuff um and I know we talked about here um before when we were deciding what we we're going to talk about on here this evening um, we looked and we said the early stages and you said, well, what kind of the early stage are we talking Like right after we got home or what? So, yeah. and then we kind of started talking and I was like, all right, let's start recording this podcast for <laughs> it because this is a good stuff right here. So, um, you said you were whooped when you come home.
0: Ah, man, as an infant, putting him in the car seat for the first time in the, in the parking garage at the hospital. Felt like I had a little piece of porcelain, like the most
1: delicate Dude, you little thing. to be pain. so careful.
0: I know. And then I drove probably 20 miles an hour under the speed limit all the way home. It's kind of freaking out, not, to be honest, and, like, I got home, and it was just, like, a rush of emotion, like, oh, my God, I'm glad that we're here.
1: I'm That's the same that thing I said in the previous episode. It's, like, that was the longest 45-minute drive that I've ever taken coming home from the hospital, and then you it hadn't was. listened to the other episode, and you just said the same thing. It's, like, i got to be so careful, like, hands at 10 and 2, like they taught me. <laughs> like, <laughs> can't, can't screw up, man, can't screw <laughs> up. So, but, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, definitely something you – you find out real quick that they're not near as fragile as you think they are. They're kind no. of made of rubber and elastic. Probably they tougher back. than we are. Yeah. Especially Absolutely. At this age. Absolutely. Yeah, man. We're I'll throw a hip. <laughs> Step the wrong way. Oh, uh, that's it. So, yeah, I know um, we came home from the hospital. We were, we were exhausted. And we had already kind of started trying to baby proof the house a little bit. We kind of jumped the gun on that because. Lord knows we didn't need to do that yet. It just made it more difficult on ourselves. I don't yeah, know how y'all right. were on that
0: aspect, but we waited on him to get into stuff. Yeah, and that's when we started
1: the try You, you know, you everything. know it's time when they start getting into it. You oh, know, it's yeah. not time when they're when you set them down and they don't move, and you're shaking the drawers trying to get in them because you've <laughs> locked them up. And we waited can't.
0: until he's running around with a steak knife. Yeah, there you that's go. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, probably
1: need to probably need to <laughs> probably need to do this now. Oh, man. Yeah, you said you were whooped. Like, dude, I get it, man. It was exhausting. Yeah, it was, it was. exhausting. And, hey, look, Hannah's in here on this, and Hannah said I was exhausting. No, ma'am, look, look, I talked in the previous episode about your your breastfeeding and how that exhausted both of us. And, guys, look, I have this written in my notes right now. If you go the formula route, did y'all do formula or did y'all breastfeed?
0: We breastfed for the first, like, three or four months, and
1: then we swapped over.
0: Because it just couldn't be done anymore. Did y'all
1: have a Baby Breeza? Uh, yeah. Dude, guys, get a freaking Baby Breeza. This is not a Baby a, a lifesaver. This is not anything. Get yourself a Baby Breeza. Those of you that don't know, you will shortly. It's like a Keurig, but for baby formula. Yeah. And it was.
0: Well, when you said Baby Breeza, I was thinking, because they make two different things. They have a steamer, too, that sanitizes everything. Yes. So you don't have to keep everything in the sink yeah. Constantly be hand washing everything. Yeah. So we would give it a light scrub and spray it down, throw it in the baby breeze and steam it all up. Oh, okay. And that way you would sanitize all the baby parts. So y'all didn't but have the baby breeds like I was talking about. No, not for formula.
1: Dude, that thing is the ticket, man. I like, bet it is. Like literally you put the formula on the top, you put the water in the back, distilled water mm-hmm. or well water, not the chlorinated water that you get from the city. Yeah, we can't do that. And uh you mash a button and it it heats the water mixes it all together and just there like just is. like a pot of It's just like a curry for <laughs> a baby dude. It's awesome.
0: No, we pumped and then uh froze it and then we would, you know, thaw it out and mm-hmm. give it to him that way. Yeah, that's
1: nice. I I know um we struggled with that with um Hannah trying to <coughs> pump and do all that and it come back to that tongue and lip tie like me and you were just talking about before we got on here. Um the tongue and lip tie it was what Ryan did it was terrible mm-hmm. and that's what I ended the last episode with talking about um I mean it, it was it was horrible but once we got that fixed it was fine but we waited too long to get it fixed right so that's what sucked but yeah I'm trying to think man you know we when we talk about the early stages of life and everything um one thing I have written down on these notes is and we just hit on it get on a daycare list now
0: immediately like, as soon, dude, as, you it, can, as, soon as
1: you know you're pregnant get on a daycare list yeah because I, I don't know where y'all are and where you're listening from but where we are up above Athens there hardly, is no one yeah i mean you got to know somebody to know somebody mm-hmm. to know somebody to get into daycare yeah we
0: were very blessed to have found a independent babysitter mm-hmm outside of uh you know one of your more corporate I don't know how you would say this but like
1: yeah cookie cutter yeah cookie daycares, cutter. a state not a state ran but maybe like a state funded right state funded daycare right. kind of deal mm-hmm. um and that that's how we were cuz when we moved up to commerce um Hannah had Ryan on her own for about 2 months while I lived up here in a camper yeah because Whew, uh, that's tough for me or her both of y'all. Well, yeah. It, it, I'm it, sure you wanted
0: to be with your family. and I did. I'm sure she needed the help.
1: Being being three hours away she definitely might have missed you. I'm not sure. Yeah, they, I assure you <laughs> she missed me. But, hey, look, I got to give a shout-out to our friends down there, man. My mom, Hannah's mom, and our friend Harley um, came through. I yeah. mean, because when Hannah works 24-hour call shift, like Harley, who had just had a baby, I'm going to get her husband, Derek. He's a good buddy of mine. I'm going to get him on a podcast here a little later on. Um she would go over to our house. Her, her and Derek both would go over there and take care of Ryan while Hannah was on call. That's awesome. And I mean, because I was the up best here, kind of friends
0: right there, man. Dude, I'm telling you, man, life my kids,
1: absolutely, absolutely. And um, you know, because Hannah had to work her notice down there, and I had to start my teaching job up here. Mm-hmm. So I was up here in a camper, and Hannah had Ryan down there by herself. So anytime when Hannah wants to do something now, it's not as bad now that we've been up here for a couple of years. But when we first got up here, I was like. And I was like, well, I want to go do this. And I was like, well, you just want to leave me with her? She said, I was with her for two months straight. <laughs> like, it's on you, man. It's like, you got this. But she, she doesn't pull none of that no more, so that's good. Yeah, you caught up now. You paid your dues. Yeah, the absolutely, absolutely. The, those weekends <laughs> and nights that she's on call, we're, we're there. We're there. Um, yeah. It's a lot better now than it was. Cause, dude, When she was on call down there, I'm mm-hmm. talking 72 hours straight of Mr. Mom. I was not cut out for that, no matter how prepared you think you are i 'll
0: tell you what 's also not fun about an independent babysitter is have that babysitter call out for something she 's oh. sick, something happens with the family. You start realizing very quickly you have to have that babysitter, especially when you have two full time jobs in the yeah. household you know so yeah. you're you're in bad shape at that point, yeah you've got to figure something out, yeah, luckily, my parents have sat in know to help out but Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for them i don't know what i would have done
1: yeah man well and and that's the good thing about having family and when you don't have family close because down there we were two hours away from our parents yeah and two hours away from my parents five hours away from hannah's parents Mm -hmm. and so like when something happened we had to rely on our friends down there and you know our friends eventually became our family down there you know we had a super close-knitted group of friends (coughs) that were our family and stuff and they helped with ryan and you know, she she calls them my aunt and uncle now. You know that's that's, that's how it goes. I mean, you, you create that bond. Yeah. But um, so all right, we've kind of chased a rabbit here. So let's go back to um, the <clears throat> let's go back to the early stages. So what was the what was the most difficult part for you? I'd say probably up to like six months.
0: The acid reflux. Oh. I mean, you never knew when it was coming.
1: Uh, you'd be holding
0: him, and he would just exorcist right in your face.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't imagine that.
0: And so you'd be head to toe and vomit. Uh, had to be very careful. Come to find out, he had a dairy allergy.
1: Does he still have that?
0: Yeah, he still got it. So he can't drink milk? No, he drinks almond milk. Oh. Yeah. And I've tried the other milk. You
1: ever seen a nipple on an almond? <laughs> One of the comedians <laughs> made that joke, like, how hey, do you get milk from an uh, almond? You ever seen a nipple on it? No.
0: I got nipples, Greg. Can you vote me? <laughs> but, yeah, he's got a lactose uh, allergy. <laughs> but he doesn't like lactose-free milk, so we go with the almond.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so so he can't have cheese either.
0: It's weird. Like, he can't drink milk, but he can have small amounts of cheese. Now, if he Yeah, eats, like, like, in moderation. Yeah, if he's smashing down cheese sticks, I mean, he's gonna be in <laughs> trouble. But, you know.
1: So what happens with like with lactose intolerance? Because I know it affects different people differently. Because i I think I'm I think I am like lactose intolerant. It tears
0: his stomach up.
1: Yeah. Okay. Same here.
0: And uh, I've seen him break out when he was younger. Yeah. But not anymore. He doesn't really break out, but it's corn and dairy.
1: Corn? He can't have corn. No. What?
0: Straight up corn? No, he'll break out. But like, he can have like cornbread. Hives.
1: Like cornbread, like Mexican cornbread, yeah, like, like little pieces of corn. Yeah, it,
0: it can have corn in it, but if he's eating straight up
1: corn, it's like corn on the cob, can do it'll okay. tear him up.
0: Man, and I've heard that's something to do with immunizations and how it makes you sensitive to certain food groups. Hmm. But I'm I'm not really sure how that works. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not going act like a dietitian.
1: But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we're not some a kind of food scientist. No, we play just a redneck the mechanic. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> heard that, man. Yeah, so dang acid reflux. Yeah, that was mm. I think my cousin's had that. And for some reason did he have to sleep in some kind of special bed that like elevated him or suspended yeah. him? Mm-hmm. So did it elevate him or did it suspend him upside down or how did that
0: work? Uh you just slightly elevate his back so he's not laying flat okay. because uh he would burp it up and then then it
1: could, could it could it could him. choke him. Yeah, choke yeah. him and kill him, yeah. So ma- maybe that's what my cousin's had. But if it I lasted was like 10 when they were talking about that and I'm thinking they're like strapped in their bed upside down. No, it
0: wasn't wasn't nothing like that. It was just like a wedge. Yeah, like a little wedge under his mattress. I got you. But um, that went on for about three or four months, and then we kind of adjusted to it, and everything was fine from there.
1: I I think that's the biggest part of this is, like, if you're a first-time dad or a first-time mom, this is geared more specifically towards first-time dads, but if it's your first time, like, it's about how you adapt. Like, because crap's going to happen. Of course. And it's about your reaction and how you react. Now it's different, right? Now it's not we give Ryan something to eat and she pukes it up on us, right? It's you tell her to do something and she doesn't or looks at you and stomps her foot and says, no, it's about how you react. Sometimes you want to fly off the handle and beat the hell out of her. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me as a as child. Yeah, not, me phys- too. not physically abused, on the backside, okay, PETA. Whatever, get off of it. I get my tail whooped. Though. Facts. Okay, pete- people eating tasty animals. Oh, okay. Yeah, facts. Delicious. Absolutely. We had some delicious chicken tonight. <laughs> what the breast was like. The Bick. breasts was fine. Yes. But like on the backside, like your butt and your you know, your legs and stuff, that it's about how you react. Yeah. So I'm trying to think, man. We didn't really have anything like that with Ryan. Oh, gas, dude, gas. So when we got the formula that we got, I got the uh, sensitive formula. Mm-hmm. So we went, uh, we got Sam's brand, right? Because right. it's made by all the same people. I didn't okay? know that. I didn't even know Sam's made baby formula. It's Member's Mark. No. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Member's Mark, okay. I think. Yeah, it's, it's just like the Equate brand from Walmart. Like, I ain't a snob, nothing like that. So we ended up doing that. And um, she was having t- Terrible, terrible gas. So we're like, okay, let's try it. Let's change it up. Let's see what else we got. So I think we went to the gentle I think it had the purple top on it. It did have the purple top. The other one had the blue, and now this one had purple because that's what all my reloading stuff is in in the garage now. Those those formula containers make great storage devices after <laughs> <laughs> multi-purpose them, right? But so after we switched to that, she was fine. But, dude, literally for like two weeks straight, she would just scream right after we would feed her. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. But,
0: she. What do they call that? Is it colic? Yep. Okay.
1: But I don't know that she was necessarily colic. Uh, it was just gas, and you got to be careful with the nipples too, because there are like with the with the nipples that we use, we use the nook nipples, mm-hmm. and we learned two months in, I guess that there are different numbers that are clear written on the nipple, mm-hmm. and they're for different stages. So stage one, two, and three, mm-hmm. the higher you go, is for the older the kid, the more milk comes out because there's more holes in the nipple. Mm-hmm. So it's
0: the diameter of the hole in the top of the nipple.
1: Uh, so nook's a little different. Nook is funny looking. Mm-hmm. It's made to look like a legit nipple. Yeah, and it's like
0: it's fat at the base, and it kind of curves up, and it's tiny.
1: Yeah, and so on like the stage one, there's like three tiny holes in it mm-hmm. at the top. And then you go to stage two, and there's like five holes.
0: Ah, okay. So it's like a little membrane. Yes. That's pretty cool.
1: And then when you hit stage three, there's like eight or nine holes, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so there's more holes for it to come out of. So we were messing up, and every single time she was getting a different nipple. So dads, that's something to pay attention to. Check your nipples. Make sure, especially if you go with a Nook brand, that you know what you're looking for. And make sure you go the like the right in the corresponding order because she'd have a one and then she'd have a three and she's wearing the milk. And we're like, what's happening? Like, what's happening here? You didn't
0: know to check the number because you can't see it with your eye. No, I mean,
1: mean, you got to be looking for it. And I guess it's probably in the packaging and on the, it was on the
0: outside of the packaging
1: that I threw away because you didn't know any better. No, first time (laughs) dead. That's why we're here. Yeah, ain't we all, Lord? So, um, yeah, so all right. So tell me about. When um, when Hudson started moving,
0: when he started moving, well, we try to rotate him. You know, uh, sometimes you want them on their back. You also want them on their stomach. Obviously, they're gonna want to be on their stomach because mm-hmm. that's they're crawling around on all fours. And tummy so, tummy time is very important. Tummy time is super. important. <clears throat> I
1: don't know if we talked about that or not. Tummy time is like yeah, legit important because it works on that neck strength.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, you could tell. By being conscious of that and working on it, that he was able to get up and walk quicker yeah. than he should have, which was awesome. Yeah. But uh, I, I have my wife to thank for that because she was uh she analyzed that kind of stuff. Yeah. She's like, I forget what she it was like fifteen or thirty minutes of tummy time a day.
1: Yeah. I mean, there, and there's different articles you can read out there, right. but I would recommend every, don't listen to us. Do your own research. We're just a baseline that you can go off of. There you go. But. Um, When we did that with Ryan, and we were trying to have her to roll over, like I was researching different ways to have her roll over, so I'd put her on her back, Mm -hmm. and I would take one of her arms and like tuck it up under her, and hold her favorite toy.
0: On that side, on that, on the side, I tucked it, and
1: so she didn't realize. Like I tuck her arm in her shirt, so she couldn't get it out. I'm saying. I'm down there on the carpet with her. She's not going to fall over face first, right? Mm-hmm. So and then she would she got to where she could reach with her left hand and roll eventually across her body. So you kind of train them to roll or teach them to roll. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big deal and that was helped with tummy time because she liked being on her stomach.
0: Right. Okay. But that and uh the jumper Love that little jumper.
1: Mm-hmm. The one that hangs over the doorway or we the had, little
0: We had the one that uh was on wheels yeah. that would go on we kept mm-hmm. it on the carpet so it couldn't roll around it. Yeah. First. But then we also had the one that mounted up to the door frame mm-hmm. with the little rubber bands. Yeah. And he loved that. We got videos of that.
1: <laughs> that was my first TikTok. I made a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Jump around.
0: <laughs> yeah. But he'd love it. Once he uh once we got him in there and he got used to it, he would he'd have a field
1: day on that thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh when they start moving, that's when you you think it's hard in the very beginning, with them just like being there. But dude, when they start moving, it's like th- then you got to start blocking stuff off. Like mm-hmm. at least then, when they're crawling, you can just block off a space in the floor because they can't really crawl over stuff. But dude, they get up and they start walking, and it's like game over.
0: Yeah. It's a whole different ball game.
1: Like it, because when we were living in the house in Leesburg, we had pillows that we put all over our mantle because we had a big brick mantle mm-hmm. or a big brick hearth, rather, on the ground. And so we tried to baby proof it. I used a yoga mat with um, some yoga blocks. It's pretty smart. On it, I saw it on face. I saw it online somewhere. I don't. I think that's when I had a TikTok. I don't have a TikTok no more. It was <coughs> pretty addicting. I don't blame you. Yeah, well, China getting all our info. Yeah, that too. So, um, but yeah, I was spending way too much time on there flicking on videos. But yeah, so I mean, I think we I think we did that with a um, with a yoga mat, and so she could crawl around. But we had our couch, and then we had like our basket where we would put our um, blankets and stuff in for the living room. Mm-hmm. So we'd put it on one side of the couch. And then another toy, a big toy or something on the other side of the couch, and we had her contained. Right. But, dude, she started pulling up, and then it was like, see you, bye. I'm going to move this stuff, and we're going to go. And Because I want to say Ryan started walking at 10 months.
0: That's about right for mine, too. And 10, 11 months, something like that.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, when she started walking, she was walking for two, three weeks, and then she was flipping and running. Yeah, it doesn't take I long, mean, dude. And they're gone in and a matter
0: of weeks. They're literally sprinting around the
1: house, mm-hmm. tripping over everything, tripping over tripping everything, over their feet like eating crap, losing their balance. Yep, yep. And scorpion, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Once they start moving around, it's like it's like a game changer. It's and not a good kind of game changer. It's. That, that's, when the, that's when the task gets tougher.
0: That's when everything's going to be three foot off the ground.
1: That Yeah. Dude, I would say when they start rolling over, go ahead and start the process of baby-proofing. And we have these cool things. I don't know if y'all have seen them or not. If you've ever tried to get under our kitchen cabinet, it's a magnet that you have to put on the outside of the cabinet. Do y'all They're have those? a
0: lifesaver. You're the one that told me about them. Okay.
1: Yeah. I thought I, 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 I remembered y'all having them. Guys are these, I think there's Safety First or yeah. First, Safety First. I think brand. it's Safety
0: First. We bought ours from Walmart.
1: Yeah, they sell them at Walmart, and it's this little device that actually clips on the underside of your, the side of your cabinet door and then underside your cabinet, and it's got a little latch on it. And so it'll close, but you can't open it. And then you stick a magnet to the front of it, and it causes that latch to drop down, and you can open the door and We still have those.
0: Mm -hmm. It's got double-sided adhesive strips, or if you want it hard-mounted to your cabinets, it's got two little screws that you can put in it, which is what I did to all mine. And now I have them in the kitchen and all of my bathrooms.
1: Yeah. I didn't think about, well, I don't know. Ryan's really not in our bathrooms anymore. She used to be.
0: Yeah.
1: That'd be difficult if you had, like, Hannah has to get under her sink every day, so that'd be a pain. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that makes sense. If you got chemicals and stuff under your sink, and
0: there's a little toggle switch yep, on it, it too, where you can constantly yeah. keep it unlocked or you can lock it.
1: Yep. So uh, I'll put a link in the bio for those. Yeah. We'll drop very, a link. Very handy. There. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, those are definitely um, definitely a lifesaver as far as baby proofing goes. I've seen people, when you put dressers and stuff in your rooms, they will um, like come with like, tie-down straps for the back of them so a mm-hmm. kid can't climb up the dresser and it fall over on them. I don't know. We've never had an issue with that.
0: I haven't. I've had an issue because I have a lot of firearms in my house. I've had an issue with them trying to get into my dressers. Mm -hmm. I try and keep one in every room. Yeah. And so we have also bought these uh, hooks that go inside your drawers. And uh, what it is is an arm with a hook on it, and it adheres to the backside of your drawer. And then there's also a smaller hook that connects to that one that's on the inside of the frame of the, the the drawers itself. Yeah. So when you push it in it engages it. it. When you get ready to pull it out, they'll it they'll match they'll meet each other and then you push down on the arm and the whole drawer comes out. That's smart. And so I have that on all of those drawers as well as in my kitchen, like where the knives and stuff are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, where he like, can't get hurt. Yeah, kinda like you said earlier, you started baby proofing and he's running around with a steak knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. We gotta do this now. <laughs> so I think that's something we could we could honestly do an almost a uh, flipping whole episode on baby proofing stuff. You could. So let's let's do that next. Um, let's stop talking about it now, and we'll we'll do a baby proofing episode next. Okay, I think that'd be pretty sweet. Um, so let's see. Going over our talking points here. Um, we talked about the early stages. Um, anything else to add about the early stages? Um,
0: the quality of the diapers you use. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. What were y'all? Y'all Pampers or Huggies or Loves? We were
0: uh, Pampers. We
1: were a Pampers family too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Huggies
0: made him break out. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, not my, to say that huggy, that's for everyone. Our but, Huggies leaked. Ah, big time. Then my my kid's butt broke out. Mm. Yeah, whereas the Pampers. He, he uh we also used like the they're not organic but they're like chemical free yeah pampers and uh those were slightly more money i would say like 5 more dollars a box or something mm-hmm. but they they work wonders
1: that's nice that's nice because it's not
0: cool having your kid broke out all the time. No. want to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, and hey,
1: uh, we'll say this. Did y'all use that Boudreaux's butt paste? Yes. Dude, that stuff's a lifesaver, guys. We even
0: made our own butt paste. What? Yes. Look at y'all, organic folks. It got bad. It got bad really? for a little while. Yeah, until we found out it was the diapers. We were mixing all kinds of creams together and keeping it in its own little container. Did y'all use a butt spatula? Yeah. Yeah. The butt spatula is the truth now. Buy a couple of butt spatulas. Yes.
1: And, like, they're not that much. They're worth it. Look, you can sometimes get the package deal with a Boutros butt paste and a butt spatula.
0: Otherwise, you're going to find yourself doing it with your hand, and then you got to wash your hands every time you do it. Well, you should wash your hands regardless, but I'm saying, like, you're going to have residual stuff on your hands.
1: Yeah. Well, and, too, like, I know uh, daycares, Hannah offered to send. Uh, the butt spatula to the daycare we were using down in Leesburg, and they're like, <laughs> "We can't. Like, you can send it, but we won't use it because we have to wipe it off every single. Like, they have to clean it with soap and water uh, every single time they use it, and yeah. it just gets to be monotonous. And they had a box of rubber gloves. So if they throw one a rubber glove, like a latex-free rubber glove, put it on there, throw the glove away, and be Makes done. Sense. with it So um, that that was definitely a uh, if 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 I was having to do a bunch of diapers a day, mm-hmm. I would definitely do that. But, yeah, we use the – we want the Pampers Baby Dry, and they're overnight diapers because uh, – well, that's what – they're called Pampers Baby Dry, but we use them for overnight when she would sleep in her mm-hmm. crib and stuff because she would drink a lot of milk there before bed, and then she would go to bed, and she would pee through her diapers, like, multiple times until we figured out about the Baby Dry. Right. So, yeah, definitely experiment around. I mean, because I – I'll be the first guy to tell you, like, I'm, I'm trying to ball on a budget. Like, I will get the off-brand stuff, like the formula, members mark formula. Like, ain't no shame in my game. Like, I, we roll with that. Like, I don't care. I don't have to have the organic stuff. Um, but when it came to those diapers and stuff, um, we, we definitely splurged on that. But, yeah, so baby dry, definitely def- definitely don't cheap out on your diapers. I mean, if you want to try off starting with off-brand and stuff, you can and test run it. But I would definitely buy a small pack of them, not a big box. Yeah,
0: good luck with the generic stuff. I mean, I, I had no good luck with generic uh, diapers specifically.
1: Now, pull-ups we did. We did <laughs> really? the okay. We did the, what, Rascal and Friends um, pull-ups.
0: And it worked Wh- out good.
1: Yeah, um, Ryan liked them because they had Coco Melon on them. Hey, she Coco, like, this is JJ. <laughs> I right, she get like, oh, excited. I can't pee on JJ. That that helped hey, with potty training. Can't be I peeing can't, on JJ. Can't, can't pee on JJ. So that definitely helped. That dude, that'll be a whole episode in and of itself when we get there from potty training. Potty
0: training, God, is a tough one,
1: dude. Well, y'all had it easier than we did because yeah. just like y'all said, you just let Hudson pee outside.
0: Yeah, if he had to go, we would just take him oh, outside. If know. he had to poop, we put him on a potty. Yeah, well, and it came with you know over a span of two or three months. He got the hang of it.
1: Yeah, we'll do. It. We can do. it We can do a whole episode on that.
0: We have way. a we have a good uh, pee session in the morning. We both go outside there on the go. back porch. Yes, sir. Yes, yep. sir. And now it's we getting put our colder. Crocs on. We're in our underwear. <laughs> it's two peas in a pod back there. Fist bump in the mid pee. Yeah, boy.
1: Daddy is smoking. That's <laughs> getting colder. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> oh man well guys that about wraps up um the time we have um on this episode of dad rescue um we appreciate you uh tuning in to us uh just we'll have to get you on here more often man we had, yes, a, sir, most definitely. had, had a good time especially being right up the road you can, who knows instead of being a special guest you might become become, uh, become a co-host <laughs> or run this show together so oh, it's dad rescue that's a fact man hey, that looks great on a resume <laughs> great on a resume so, it's guys. to y'all. All right. Well, guys, we will catch y'all next time. Thanks again for tuning in to Dad Rescue.